Hi, I'm Ben Richardson, and you're listening to the Karate Podcast, where we talk about karate, the competitive sport of Kumite, and the warrior's journey. Brought to you in association with Kumite Coach, the world's first progressive online high-definition coaching platform, created by coaches and fighters for coaches, fighters, and students of karate. Join KumiteCoach.com today and take your karate to the next level. Okay, guys, uh, really excited today to have top Lithuanian international fighter Remy Yegalaitis with us. Um, most recently, he was champion at the BKF International, um, also Baltic States champion. He's medaled. Uh, taken vice champion place at the EKF Nationals. Uh, he has won numerous numerous tournaments and championships over his career. Um, he's currently residing in the UK and representing the JKS. And we've got him here today with us. So Remy, thanks very much for joining us. Really excited to have you. It's great to have uh, an international fighter with us once more. And it's also fantastic to have you as part of Kumite Coach. And we are really appreciate that. So welcome to the Committee Coach Podcast. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. So Remy, just going to start off um, as we usually do. Can you tell us what events or experiences got you into karate uh, initially? All right. Uh, I've started in 1999 when my sister took me to the local karate club in my uh, hometown Radbilishkis, which one is a small city in uh, North Lithuania. And that's how my journey started. A small club, which one was based in, uh, in Sela. <laughs> it was uh, the, the club just moved from another place to, to, uh, to relocate. And it was just, just, just opening. So, so I started when I was six years old in a new club in, in Sela, and it was on the, on the carpets, and that's it. Nice, nice. <laughs> um, so what point, at what point did you start to gain interest in competition, and, you know, you're a kumite fighter, as opposed to someone who goes to competitions to do kata, so what, what was the, 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 the influence that took you down that particular path in your karate? Um, so that basically wasn't my, my option, like, because my sister took me to the club when I was very, very young and I found the very good friends and I was having a good time during the training session. So I really enjoyed. So that's, that's keep me on the, on the path. So I'll keep, keep training, keep training, keep going to the all competitions. And it wasn't successful at the beginning. So it's been, I, I, I couldn't won for a long time, so but keep training, keep training, and and one day victories and medals came. So uh, don't know about why why it was kumite rather than kata. Yeah. Because because I because I like more kumite, <laughs> and, it, and it was it was harder uh, because I I wasn't the biggest, so it was when I fight uh, I start not I start with shobikon. And uh, it's been a like we used to train in the house mitts, and it always was harder. So we have to push more and more, uh, and it was like uh, 
just fights fight was more exciting for me mm -hmm. kata. so but i used to i used to do kata until the black belt because my coach pushed me to do it yeah. until you pass in until you until you have a first down black belt you have to compete in all competitions cut in two meters but then you pass then you yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, okay, so was there was there a point because you're you're not just any Kumite fighter, you know, you've you've moved countries, um, you compete all over, you know, the world in your uh, Kumite, you've really you know committed to it past an average level. Uh, that you'd find in uh, clubs and actually probably past an average level that you'd find in an, a lot of national squads. Was there a, was there a point where you, you decided, right, you know, I'm, I don't just want to be a club fighter. I don't just want to be a squad fighter. I want to see how far I can go in the sport. When you are from the, from the small country and especially from the small city, when you, when you start with the young age, you can see it's, uh, it's uh, a lot of kids coming. It's just like same age as you. But mm. when, you, when you're getting older, you can see the people drop down and, and like more, more people same age as you not come. Like every single year, people, uh, number of, of fighters from your age category drop down in the club. So then I was about uh, 18 years old and I was finishing my school in, the, in that town. It wasn't so many fighters. When you go into uni, it's like always. When you when you reach the senior age, and you're still in in, in the small town, there is not many people who can train together and, and compete in the in the high level. So so that an opportunity for me when I moved to UK. It was it was very good because here in Leeds in UK, I found so many good fighters and that that that's pushed me forward. So, yeah, that's, 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 that's the aim, like, you know, to, to move to the bigger city, to be, to be a part of something, something big and other, other fighters push you, push you, push you harder and you, so you have to push yourself as well. Mm. So that's, that's how it works. Yeah. And did you, do you have someone that um, influenced you on, on your journey or is it just something that you decided alone that this is what I want to do? Uh, that way wasn't the straight <laughs> because uh, um, I started right in the young age when I was six years old. But it's been a time in my life when I changed the school um, uh, when I was 11 years old. So yeah. I changed school and suddenly it's all new friends came in in my life. And I started playing the chess. At the same time, I used to used to go to school, going to the chess trainings, uh, and after that, I'm going to the karate training sessions. And and I saw like because you know, new friends can influence you as well. So so I want to spend more time with my new friends. So after school, I went with them to the chess. We have a chess training session. I went go back home to pick up my karate bag, going to the training sessions that passed my dojo and going to, to play football with new friends. <laughs> and 
it's been for a while until 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 New Year, and because my club had the Christmas awards night, it's been something like that. They they had like a awards and uh, and they had the nominations like uh, for the people who have uh, best attendance, like who never missed the training sessions during the year, and they have as well worst attendance. <laughs> so I've been nominated uh, one of these ones. I received the certificate, but because I uh, I missed all my sessions, I didn't show up to that one uh, awards night, of course. And my my sensei came to my home and gave this one certificate to my parents. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's been a shame. It's been a shame for me. Uh, but that 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 that's been the the point when everything changed. So mm. start, my, my parents didn't tell me anything about it. But, you know, that, that was shame for me. I, I felt bad about it. And I came back to my karate training sessions. And it's always in karate. Don't know why, but in karate, in, in my city, we have like people like from, uh, from, don't know if I can say from rich, Families, but they was older and smarter than me, and and they told me, look, your parents working hard, paying for the training sessions, and you and, and you didn't show up, and it's been a tough moment for me because I I realized, you know, like parents working hard, and I'm just wasting their money. Yeah. So, so uh, from that point, I I was going only karate and just karate. Fantastic. And you, you mentioned chess there. Um, you know, now in I, I do karate, I also do Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and chess is very big in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Um, a lot of the you know top guys will will train in chess because they feel it develops the mind, so you can think more, you know, strategically about situations. Have you have you found any crossover from your chess to the way you fight? I like because I, I really like the, the chess and I played for the five for five years chess. And the point uh, we used to play chess, but chess coach was very smart. And during the chess training session, we go to do the sometimes we went to do the fitness training sessions, and everybody said, Why are you doing fitness training sessions if you're playing the chess? But you know, it's it, it's part of that. It's, and it's same with karate, it's if you do more than karate, it's it could be beneficial for you. Maybe not that exactly the same time, but in the future, one day you're gonna realize it was worth it, and and maybe that's the way how you find the way to win the fight. Which you don't know, but I think I think it's it's real help for me. Yeah, yeah, sure it is. Um, so we we look um now for kind of look a little bit around your training experiences. Um, have there been any uh, moments in your training that have challenged your understanding of how good you are as a fighter, maybe showing you you're better than you thought you were, or maybe showing you that there's areas, actually, I'm way off the mark here, I need to really, you know, dig deep and improve. So have you any, any experiences from training that, you know, really made you stop and think about your karate and how it maybe needed to change or develop the areas you're already efficient in? Uh, I really believe, like, 
in karate, you really have to have a good partners or or in my for for me it's really helped because I'm not pushing myself as hard as I have to. Yeah. But the sensei or another guys who is the better than me, because I want to be as good as they, I have to push myself, not even if I'm not thinking about it. Not if I can have for example against Joe Keller, I have to do my best just to challenge him. Yeah. So so I I'm always thinking in karate to want to to do one of the best. You have to work hard and train the, the best fighters as well, and best best uh, coaches as well. Sure. And and for my I the point when I felt I can I improving my karate when I start when I'm when I start training not only in one place like. Uh, I used to, and I'm still training with the Sensimet Prize, but I want to have more training sessions. And Sensimet Prize showed me the Paul Newby and and took me to, to to his dojo. So I'm always combining these two dojos, and that works for me to because you can pick pick up from one sensei from another. So it's always always good to to have more than one place or even like to do that now now we can have zoom classes from all over the world <laughs> sure yeah so it's it's always good to to take something more not on the one because in your dog you can take your best from your sensei but but you still need to to have something more to take you always have to learn more and take more sure um, and when you're uh, competing, you're, you're obviously, you know, like all top fighters, you've come through different levels of competition. Um, have there been moments, you know, when you've moved from, you know, to one level of competition, you've gone up to that next level and found, you know, something that's been um, impactful towards your, your, your training from that point onward. So you've, you've gone to that next level of competition and, you know, I know in my limited career fighting, when I went up against those top, top fighters, I was like, oh my God, you know, I'm like way out of my depth here. I need to uh, really, you know, do some hard training around these areas. But have you found that yourself as you're moving, you know, like going to K1s, you're fighting international tournaments, um, you're in the 10K clash. So all of these different events, you know, has that been something that's fueled your your training? Oh yeah, it's been uh, when I was younger. Like you know, you are from Lithuania. You're looking at that. Even when I was kid, I used to fight in Shodupon, like uh, and he still always used to watch like there are high top top level fighters. And I've just moved to WKF style two years ago, and my first world first European championship in WTF and in the first round I got Rafael Ohio. It's a tough draw. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tough draw. Then I was so excited about this one. Uh because it's it's been a moment like you know you're looking at the, at this one guy online and of course, I didn't perform, perform very well. I lost one nil, but it was quite easy for him. And then I get back 
I spoke with sentiment Price about it. I think it's a lot of mental things and in, it's the same in, in doing the training session. When you're thinking, that's it, I can't do anymore. You just need to, to, to start thinking differently because it's always you can do more. Just, uh, just, just always, just five more seconds to hold, five more, five more, and you can do more. And as, as we GKS members know, like uh, since Matt Price uh, sessions very hard, especially Wednesday mornings when we're doing bioconditioning training session, we did the same with the wall sits, like like holding on the wall sit, and always I'm always like uh, taking a break for the two seconds. No, no, I can't do it anymore. But then I get back from this one European Championship. Said yes, I can. So, so it's always you have to think about the mental things, and even if it's for a training session, if you're working hard, you still always can work harder and and do more. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so as you just touched on the, the sort of mental aspect there, can you tell me how, how are you as a fighter, you know, on the day of the competition? Do you, do you get nervous? Do you, are you excited about it? Um, do you not think about it? How do you deal with the sort of emotions and feelings on, on the day of competing? <laughs> it's, um, it depends what kind of competition, but it's always the unfold, not nervous. I think I'm able to manage it, uh, but but yeah, you all because you always want to to show your best. Like when I was younger, I all my my aim why I was winning. I always like I saw my parents proud uh, proud of all these medals, and and I just don't want to let them down. Uh, and, and even now when I'm going, because I know like Sensi watching everybody, people watching, people expect something. So I want to, to show my best. Uh, and yeah. Do you feel any fear when you're fighting? Mm, yes, fear to lost. Then that sometimes stopped me, but, but you know, I'm always thinking you have to, you have to go. <laughs> you have to go. Um, uh, so recently, we, we we mentioned that um, you know you you were champion at the BKF International. Um, you took silver at the EKF Nationals. You've been in the 10K. Uh, you know, for for Britain, they're they're like the top events uh, in Kumite, you know, outside of the K1s. Um, Could you tell us about some of the experiences you had at those tournaments? I'm, I'll start from 10k clash. It's something completely different, and that's what I'm still proud of myself that that I had this opportunity. And it's don't know. I don't know any other tournaments where you can like fight against uh, so many people. It's still live streaming, but uh, that's 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 awesome. <laughs> you know, even even it. You get the leaflets when you are because I used to, I used to go two years, uh, like 2018 and 17. I was I went in that one tournament as a spectator and I said, "Wow, these guys are amazing," and I had I was like taking the leaflets from the table and, and like writing down who's winning. Yeah, 
last year, I found my name on this one, so it was awesome. That's fantastic. It's, it's a fantastic event. Yeah, it's a great tournament. Um, you know, you fought really well. And uh, you're, you're right, there's nothing quite like it out there. I think it's a fantastic thing for karate. And obviously, there's no weight categories in that, that competition either. Yeah, that's, that, that could be very, very hard competition. That if you want to be the best, you have to be the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, so then moving on to the, the um, you know, BKFs or the EKFs, how is it fighting, you know, through to the finals of those tournaments? That, like EKF and BKF medals, that's what I really, really want to, to have these medals. Because the uh, 2017 been my last competition in Shodafone and KGB organization, and I took uh, silver and silver in QGB nationals. And I think I had the QGB nationals. I want to have BKF and EKF as well. So I was like real focused on these ones. First first competition that last year was BKF, BKF nation. So I was the medals. And I always said to, to Sensei, which one was next to me, Sensei Matt Price said, I really want this medal. That's that's mine. That's what I'm going to I said, one more five, one more five. And it's been a tough moment. I, I, I was I was losing on the on the on the seven five. I was able to to change my way and find the way to win it. Great. And how was the final? How how did you feel on when you reached the final of that? On the on the BKF on the BKF, I, I lost in the semi-final to to Mitchell Torp. So so I, I found I found I fought in uh, bronze medal at charge. So I said, I just, I just focused on the, on the medal. If I want to have a medal, I have to beat the guy which one in front of me. So I was keep going. On the EKF, EKF was the different story because uh, two weeks before the uh, EKF nationals, my father passed away, and I hadn't trained before this one, and I, I just didn't know if I'm gonna go with, to this competition or not. But I decided to go and. Just, just thought about him and said I had to do my best because my, as I said, I, I always fight in in Lithuania because my parents proud of me and I did, don't want to let them down. And I said this one gonna be for him. So I just, I just done my best to to take that one medal. Fantastic. Um, do you do you change your training at all as you approach a competition? Does it vary through the year, like your intensity or the volume of training you're doing, um, or do you just kind of keep it steady throughout the year? Uh, sometimes my work, uh, my work dictates my training session because sometimes I have to work. Then, then it's on Wednesday morning sessions. So, so sometimes I'm losing the morning sessions, so I have to compensate with the evening session. Um, you tape your your training down at all for competitions, or are you still training hard right up to the the day? No, I'm not. I'm 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 not dropping it down because before the competitions, I I had to cut one two kilos of my weight. If it's like a Premier League competitions, mm -hmm. I have to. To cut it and that's the easy way 
to, to do at one and uh, not really basically no keeping the same level and always like because I had uh, worst attendance nominations <laughs> so <laughs> always, I always don't want to miss my training sessions because oh, that's stuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> great um, and what's the what are your um, your immediate goals obviously we're in, you know we're still in lockdown as such right now there's no competition uh, scene out there but look into I guess next year probably now what are your immediate kind of goals for your competition career what's the next step for you Ah, for this year I had uh, my aim was like uh, Olympic qualification tournament and I already had the place in it fantastic that but because of this one coronavirus now it's postponed it to the next year um, so it's gonna be hard um, but no, like now my mind's a little bit to off from karate because uh, my son coming to the world in, in next week probably because wow. it's due date in 7th of August so oh, congratulations be, <laughs> thank you very much now we're waiting for the for the, for the baby so a little bit yeah. off from karate but after that one I I will think it's gonna be more more energy. So looking forward to karate and hope so we're gonna do it with the sun together. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Certainly a world changer, I tell you. <laughs> that'd be great. Okay, um and how how close do you think you are to becoming the fighter you'd ideally like to become? Far away, far away, especially now during this one, uh, lockdown a little bit dropped off. I had the ankle injury with which one holding me as well. And still, still a lot of to improve. Still, uh, I'm still, still want training, still want more hard. So, so it's, you know, you know, it's getting better. It's never ends. Like you always can push yourself mm. forward and forward. So. I'm far away, but but I want to be better, and I will do my best to achieve it. Great. And just last question: what what are the main um, what have been the main challenges uh, for you as a fighter? Um, you know, in terms of being able to get to competitions, to take part in you know, you're, you're competing against, I guess, full time and professional athletes in many cases, particularly at the Premier ones, what what do you see as the biggest obstacle for you as a fighter? That's what you already mentioned it because because other fighters are a full time athlete, and I am just for me it's, it's just a hobby. But it's of course it's more than a hobby, and and when you go into the Premier League and you in the first round you get the top level athletes and you lost, you think. Mm. It's it's very hard, and you think you like your 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 emotions like going down. You think now I still need to work harder, or or what I'm doing here. Yeah, that's that's very hard. Like you know, when you when you combine work and uh, and karate, and other guys just a full time athletes. It's that's very hard. But no, if you want, you always can find a way how to <laughs> how to manage it. That's, that's how I did like 
I'm I'm still working in head of the shift to be able to have an evening training session and um, never miss the training session. So that's that's the that's the way how to how to improve it. That's brilliant. Remy, thanks so much for joining us today for the Committee Coach podcast. It's been fantastic talking to you and hearing your story. Wish you all the best uh, for fatherhood <laughs> and uh, wish you all the best for your uh, shot at the Olympics as well and, and the future to come for you. It was... Oh, thank you very much. Thanks for coming. Thanks, Great. Cheers, Remy. No worries. I didn't know you were expecting... That's, that's our little secret. <laughs> no, but no, it's this one. I'll be born by the time this comes out. So that's that's amazing, mate. Yeah. You're having a boy, are you? Boy, yeah. Boy, nice. And now it's you know due date at seven of August, but now it's uh, from now anytime it could be anytime. <laughs> could be. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's that's fantastic, mate. Well done. Thank you very much. Okay, buddy. I will. Uh, I'll let you know when I've I've done it, and I'll uh, send you a copy of it as well. Once it's um, up, I'll upload it onto like Vimeo and send you a link so you can see it. And then, uh, like I say, when when we're going to release it, I'll contact you like the week before, and we'll try and do like a a live, you know, chat just to draw some attention to it, and then we'll release it that 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 day or the following day. How how it was like looking from your point of view? Is it? Because I'm, when I'm talking, sometimes it's hard to understand in English, no? I thought it was good. There was a couple of bits where the, the Wi-Fi broke up. Um, but I think other than that, that's no, good. Good English. That's yeah, clear. <laughs> I, und I understood you. <laughs> you didn't mention about the GKS because I, in my, like, during this one lockdown, GKS, it's like now it's miles better. I knew it's good, but now it's to be to be able now to have these training sessions with uh, Japanese guys. Mm. It's awesome. It's just awesome. Yeah. That... Other associations just don't have this opportunity, like you know, be stuck with the with their own coaches. That's that the way. Because when I used to train with the coach, we still going to abroad. We always they pushing us to go abroad to as many competitions as we can to bring more experience. We inviting the instructors from from like Antonio Oliva Seba to have to have the best coaches. And then you start with your coaches. You just you know. Yeah, no, it's been it's been fantastic to have um, access to the Hombio instructors and you know they're just so good at what they do. Um I think uh yeah it's it's been it's been fantastic and I think in a way well, I hope in a way that that people don't just see that as the norm and realize it is something quite special to to have this access. Um, but I also think it's it's helped people appreciate that you can get a benefit from online training. So that's obviously good for for something like Kumite Coach as well, where people are um, you know looking to not replace their training, but it's it's there to support it there to give them, you know, that, that extra um, advice and that guidance that they look for. You know, you've probably been in that position as a fighter where you haven't had a coach present, um, you know, and you're trying to find those resources like finding Matt Price, then him introducing to Paul Newby. Um, there's probably gaps where 
you know, you've been pretty much on your own and you're still trying to develop yourself. Yeah, especially at that time when I was like from 18 to till that time when I moved to UK. Because as I said, there's not many people like same level as you, same age. And because you are stuck in small, small cities, you're fighting against the guys who is good, but they are 15, 16 years old and you're already 20, you're still stronger, bigger, and they're not pushing you more hard. So you like, you know, when, if nobody pushing you, you're still going down. Yeah. So for a Kumita coach now, you can, people can bring the newest experience, newest techniques, like because the job of the job competitions, so he brings all the best to, to Kumita coach. Newbies taking, bringing something new always and bring something best and he find a way how to win the fight. Yeah. And what would you say, you know, you're, you're on the JKS team. What, what do you feel are areas that, um, you know, the fighters coming in need to develop? Do you see a trend or is everyone different? question <laughs> I don't know probably because of the way how I fight I sometimes I would like to other guys to 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 lead the fight because sometimes I'm thinking like we we still waiting to see what other fighting brings to us like mm. when we can just just go for it yeah especially when you are um uh, I don't know my name. Brazilian guy, Ron, Ron. Hennen. Yeah, Hennen. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he's a big guy. When he, when he came to a squad and like, no, he said, you're a big guy. You have to go for it. Like, you know, just other fighter who is in front of you, he just don't want to, to go under this one train because if you punch him hard, hard it's going to hurt. So, <laughs> so, so you go for it. So. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how I would like, but don't know is it the best way or not. So it's completely different to every every other person. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I think um one thing I noticed about you as a fighter is you you sweep a lot of people. <laughs> and you're very good at that. And I don't you know, I think that's from my own experience as a a fighter in different associations because I was in the KGB you know on their squad as well you know, that's one area we never really explored um, in any detail anyway in training um, but obviously it's a devastating tactic and uh, skill to be able to sweep someone off their feet or even just off balance them to set up the next um, you know the next the next attack so who who's taught you that is that self-taught or is that you've just picked those up from fights i've just picked both from fights because then you fight again uh Pond, you always had a bigger guy they always used to sweep me <laughs> 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 i'm just using other people's weapons to 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 beat somebody else because it's always like in 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 Eska, in uh, KGB, like when you are smaller, all right, I, then I'm going to a bro to you winning first round, second, third, but then you go to the third round, you still get tall, adult Russian guy, which one just 
destroys you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. I shall. I'll put that in, mate. That was good. All right. Good little JKS chat. All right. Thanks again, Remy. Appreciate right. it. Take care. Yeah. I'll see you soon. All the best. See you soon. Bye. 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 <laughs>